Welcome back to the Fit and Lit podcast. I am your host, Bridget Koenig, and we are here to talk about fitness and literature or trashy novels, whichever you prefer. I prefer the latter. And let's go. It is Monday. It is officially fall, which I am extremely excited about because nobody can say shit to me now that I'm celebrating spooky season too early because it is officially fall, the best season in my opinion. I am drinking an Alani New. This is the Kimade, and I stocked up on this stuff. This is my favorite flavor by far, and I think it just looks absolutely cute. I'm almost done with it. I'm probably not going to finish it to be, or yes, I am. I'm going to take a sip right now because I can't help myself. It is like 8.20 at night right now, and I just got done teaching Oh. Hold on. One, five classes in a row at my studio. I teach kickboxing. I own a women's cardio kickboxing studio. So I taught a kickboxing class, which ended up being a one-on-one with mitts and the bag. And then I taught another kickboxing class, which is a workout hit class on the bags and off the bags and two different boot camps. And then a cardio kickboxing class. And the cardio kickboxing class, I have to be on. I am in front. I am energetic, singing along, just doing the damn thing. And I'm glad I did today because I have been feeling so crappy lately. And it sucks because it's been like three weeks now that I felt really crappy and just shitty and tired and I don't know why, but I felt really good and jazzed. I drank this energy drink today, did my workout. I went for a walk in the sunshine today. I have had a strong aversion to working out lately where I just, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to make plans for people to do workouts. I don't want to talk about my studio, but today felt a little bit different. And I'm glad because I'm so tired of being tired. And I don't know why, like my body just hurts. I started taking iron thinking maybe like there's like some anemia going on. I, I honestly don't know. It's very unusual for me to feel this way. So I'm happy to be back. (laughs) With that being said, it is Monday we had a great weekend. My son turned five. We had a huge birth. Well, to him, it was a huge birthday party. There was like eight kids there and their parents. We had a bounce house. We had a pinata. And during the pinata, the sprinklers came on. <laughs> so everyone got soaked. The bounce house got soaked. One of our friends had to go and like figure out how to turn it off. So we're very thankful for him. He got him turned off, but then he turned on the other side of the sprinklers where we were standing because it was the only place that was dry, but we got them all turned off. It was the highlight of the party or the opposite of the highlight, the low light of the party. And we all had a good time. It was fun, but it was a little muddy after that, but it was a lot of the local kids from our neighborhood. So we ended up going back to our house and having a good time and hanging out for a couple hours. It was a good time. 
my mom came to visit, which it was really good hanging out with her. But I was just so low energy and I felt really bad because I just literally wanted to lay down, be horizontal, zone out on YouTube or listen to a podcast or just watch movies and or read. Speaking of reading, my most recent read was Tender is the Flesh by Augustina Basterica. Basterica? Basterica. Basterica. <laughs> um, Tender is the Flesh. If you have not heard of Tender is the Flesh, it is... I'm just going to read you the synopsis because I will spill too much. If you have a weak stomach, do not read this book. <laughs> anyway, okay, here's the synopsis. It was a five star for me, by the way. This is a horror genre. If you are listening to this, maybe skip forward if cannibalism grosses you out. Because that's the whole premise of the book. Okay, anyway, working at the local processing plant... Marcos is in the business of slaughtering humans, though no one calls them that anymore. His wife has left him, his father is sinking into dementia, and Marcos tries not to think too hard about what he makes a living. After all, it happened so quickly. First, it was reported that an infectious virus has made all animal meat poisonous to humans. Then governments initiated the transition now, eating human meat, or special meat, is legal. Marcos tries to stick to numbers, consignments, processing. Then one day he's given a gift, a live specimen of the finest quality. Though he's aware that any form of personal contact is forbidden on pain of death, little by little he starts to treat her like a human being, and soon he becomes tortured by what has been lost and what might still be saved. Having read this book, the last sentence, and soon he becomes tortured by what has been lost and what might still be saved, that is not what you think it is. And the ending got me. The ending got me. I was just like stunned. I was shocked. <laughs> this is a short book. And it is very, very graphic. Very graphic. So if you like to think about life in a deep way or you like to read between the lines, like literally reading between the lines and not taking what's being said literally, this is a great commentary on how consumerism has made humans like we've lost humanity basically uh i loved this book so much it is gross but i loved it i didn't love that it was gross like some parts literally made me like gag uh but as a plant-based eater I, if I wasn't a plant-based eater already before reading this, this would definitely convert me. This would transition me into the vegan realm. I loved it. 
highly recommend if you like to think about the world in a deeper way. <laughs> okay, another book that I stumbled upon that I'm excited to read, I have not read this one yet, is Delicate Condition by Danielle Valentine. This book came out this year. It came out August 1st which is crazy because I found out about this book because I started watching American Horror Story Delicate. It has Kim Kardashian in it, which Kim Kardashian is having a theme today with this Alani new Kimmade off to my side. I love Kim. I don't care what people say. I think she's an amazing entrepreneur business. Like her marketing is fantastic. People hate her. People love her. All publicity is good publicity to her, right? But Delicate, oh my gosh, what is her name? I'm looking it up right now. American Horror Story. Delicate. What is that girl's name? Cast. Emma, Emma Roberts is in it. Sarah Paulson, of course, Evan Peters, Jessica Lang. Oh, who else? Oh, Finn Whitrock. Kathy Bates is in this one too. Wait, am I reading the right one? I am not. But the one I was looking for was Emma Roberts. Yeah, Kim Kardashian, Emma Roberts, and that really hot girl. Oh my gosh, what is her name? Kardashian, Juliana Canfield, Cara Delevingne. Cara Delevingne is in it, which I'm really excited. I haven't seen her yet. There's only one episode out on Hulu right now. And in my opinion, you know how American Horror Story, well, if you don't know, American Horror Story, each season is a different story. So there's my favorites are uh hotel with lady gaga i absolutely loved hotel i fell in love with lady gaga after watching that one i just think lady gaga is so skilled and talented as an actress and an entertainer and i i just i love her and then there's like asylum which is another good one and then coven which was another one of my favorites. Those three are in my top three. But each season is like a completely different story. You don't have to watch them in order at all. You can um, pick and choose which one you want to see. After season like six, I just they just started getting really weird for me and I stopped watching them. Or I would watch like the first episode and then just be so turned off that I would just stop watching it. But this one, Delicate, it's... Tri like if you are dealing with any kind of fertility issues or um, pregnancy or have any kind of medical trauma do not watch this one that is the full like that is the whole point of this one is pregnancy um, she goes to IVF treatments um, dealing with that kind of stuff so don't watch it if you are uh, dealing with that because it will not be good It'll be very delicate for you. I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, that book, Delicate Condition. It's delicate. Like it says it in the, 
the beginning, like based off of the book, Delicate Condition. And it is available on Kindle Unlimited if you want to read it. So I'm going to read it, I think. It's really long, though. It's almost 500 pages. But it's The Push Meets the Silent Patient. Okay, this is my first time reading the synopsis. Oh, my gosh. This is going to get a lot deeper than I was, like, expecting. Okay. So, The Push by Audrey or Ashley Audrain. I just finished reading that one. Let me tell you a story. So, I had just finished reading The Push by Ashley Audrain, and I hadn't really heard about it. I only heard one person on BookTube talk about it, and that is Haley Hughes. And she talks a lot about horror and, like, very dark thrillers. Um, anyway, that's where I heard about that book. And I found it on, where did I find it? I found it on, was it Kindle Unlimited or was it through the library? I cannot remember, but I read the, the, uh, oh my gosh, the electronic ebook. And I freaking loved it. It was so wild. No, I listened to it. What am I talking about? I listened to it on Audible. And it was like, it just popped up and I had never really heard about it before other than from Haley Hughes on BookTube. She's amazing, by the way. She has lots of great recommendations on horror books. So I listened to that book and it is so, again, look up trigger warnings. There's a lot of like child abuse, but it's all, it's all fictional. Okay. So you just have to keep that in mind. And there's a lot of commentary on like mother-daughter relationships and generational trauma but it's like freaky like if you've ever read the the perfect child by lucinda berry anything by lucinda berry is going to be wild but the perfect child is you're constantly back and forth between is this kid just traumatized or is this kid actually a demon <laughs> so it's very Similar in that aspect where you have like creepy, crazy kids, but are they creepy, crazy kids or is the mom crazy or is it because of the way that the mom was raised? It kind of has that kind of vibe. So, Ooh, I'm excited. Okay. And then it says the silent patient, two very different books, the silent patient by make ladies. I forgot his first name, but it's make ladies. And The Silent Patient was okay for me. I thought it was like, I read it, I think, like a three and a half. It was all right. But very different. So in The Silent Patient, this woman, she supposedly killed her husband by shooting him in the face five times. Like, that's not accidental. But then she goes silent, like completely won't talk to anybody, hasn't talked since the accident. So she's like in a mental hospital. And her therapist is like determined like that is his mission to get her to talk about this like what she did so the whole time you're kind of um going through that whole it's a really popular book if you're listening to this and like books you've probably read it or heard about it the twist in it was it was a good twist but I think if you are somebody who likes to guess I'm not I don't like to guess I like to be surprised 
But if you're somebody who likes to guess, you're going to guess it. It's a really easy one um, to guess if you like to guess and try to like pick apart things. So, okay. So the push meets the silent patient. This is again, delicate condition by Danielle Valentine or Valentine. The push meets the patient in a gripping thriller that follows. Oh my gosh. I didn't even fit. What? I'm all over the place. Okay. So the push. So I had just talked to my sister about it and me and my sister, we don't, we live about five hours away from each other and we like to talk books sometimes. She's the one that gave me Tender is the Flesh to read after she read it. And my sister's into like weird books too. So I was telling her, I was like, you would like The Push by Ashley Aldrain. And she was like, okay, okay, whatever. And then we went to, my sister had never read a romance book or any type of smut. So we went to the romance section at Barnes and Noble when I went to go visit her and we were going to pick a book to buddy read together. And we were looking at all these books and my favorite series, the Dreamland Billionaire series was up on the shelf and I was trying to get her to read it. And she was like, no, I can't do that because I'm going to think of Disneyland in a weird way. Um, so I, I like, I can't read, you know, smutty books about Disneyland. So she was like, no, I'm not going to read that. And I was like, you should read them, but they were really thick anyway. So they were out of order on the shelf. So I took them down and I like reordered them because they were like, like there's three of them and it was like three, two, one or like something like they were just not in the correct order. So I took them down and I put them in order and sitting next to it was The Push, which is not a romance book. And it was upside down on the shelf, like flipped upside down next to those books by my favorite series that I was trying so hard to get her to read and it was right there. So she's like, it's a sign. It's a sign. And I just thought that was so crazy. But that was the whole, oh my gosh, that was the whole point of me telling that story was to get to that. And just, it was like a sign, like you need to read this right now. So I thought that was pretty cool. Okay. Well, let me finally read you this synopsis. So <laughs> the push meets the silent patient in a gripping thriller that follows a woman convinced a sinister figure is going to great lengths to make sure her pregnancy never happens. While the men in her life refuse to believe a word she says, Anna Alcott is desperate to be pregnant. But as she tries to balance her increasingly public life with the grueling IVF journey, she starts to suspect that someone is going to great lengths to make sure her pregnancy never happens. Okay, I just read that. Crucial medicines are lost, appointments are swapped without her knowledge, and even when she finally manages to get pregnant, not even her husband is willing to believe that someone playing a twisted game with her. Oh, I read that weird, but you guys know what I'm saying. When the increasingly cryptic threats drive her out of her Brooklyn brownstone and into hiding in the cold, gray, gross ghost town that is the Hamptons in the depths of winter, Anna is almost at the end of her rope. Then her doctor tells her she's had a miscarriage, except Anna is convinced she's still pregnant. Despite everything, the grave-faced men around her claim. Could it be that her mind is playing tricks on her? Or is something more sinister at play? As her symptoms become ever more horrifying and the sense of danger is ever more present, Anna can't help but wonder what exactly she's carrying inside of her. And no one will listen when she says something is horribly, painfully wrong. Um, excuse me? 
Ooh, I got the chills. Ooh. Oh, yeah, and she's, like, famous. Anna, the main person. Okay, I'm looking too much into this right now. I need I need to just chill. But anyway, there's one episode out right now on Hulu. I they be, The next episode comes out either on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Um, so if you like American Horror Story and you're okay with all the above subjects, you should read it or watch it. Read it and watch it. The opening, like, every season there's, like, a new opening. It's, like, a series of photos and, like, short images that American Horror Story plays with, like, the same theme song. In my opinion, this opening theme for Delicate is, like, the best one that I have seen. The other ones are okay. They're just kind of creepy, but this one is so good. Like... I don't know why I like it so much, but it's, in my opinion, like one of the best ones. So that's pretty cool. Also on Hulu, there's a few things. So if you have been keeping up with Only Murders in the Building, Tuesday, I don't know if there's one or two episodes left, but... I don't know who killed Ben and I want to know. I am I'm going back and forth. I don't know if Dickie did it. I don't know. And I'm so excited for Tuesday because I need to know. I need to know. I think that Meryl Streep is amazing as always. That pitter-patter song by or that uh Steve Martin sings amazing uh, like he does such a good job and we've I've it's been stuck in my head which of the quick triplets did it like it's so good but I really hope that would be a Broadway show I think that would be really cool and if you've never seen Only Murders in the Building or you haven't caught up on this episode you're gonna be like what the hell is she talking about so Only Murders in the Building is with Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. And then there's all of these other actors that kind of cameo in. Paul Rudd is a huge part in this season. Meryl Streep, Tina Fey. There's a bunch. But Sting is in the first episode in the first season. There's three seasons now and three? Yeah, three seasons. And Anyway, it's about these three people, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez's characters. They have a podcast because they're like pot, true crime podcast junkies. And then in their big fancy apartment building, a murder happens. So they go out of their way to try to figure out who killed them. And they do their own investigations. And each season, it's like a new murder, but it has to happen in the building. So there's been three different murders within the building. And it's just, it's such a good time. It's a comedy drama mystery and it, it appeals to all ages. Like you have Selena Gomez, which is kind of like our, our my generation. You have Steve Martin, Martin Short, like all of these really cool actors. And it's just, it's a good time. It's like a cozy mystery. It's not like a scary mystery. Um, and it's, I would highly, 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 highly recommend that show it's so good it's so good I don't even know what else to say other than you need to watch it 
All right. If you are into also on Hulu, if you are into scary movies and you like alien movies, like if you enjoyed Signs, you would really enjoy, I believe it's called No One Will Save You or No One Can Save You. No One Will Save You, I think is what it's called. And it's an alien movie. If you've watched Signs and you know the scene when they lock the alien in the closet and then his hand jets out from the underneath and they're like, and then they cut off his hand. Okay, so think of that whole scene, but like turned into like a whole movie. So there's like jump scares, there's killing, there's like all of this stuff. So basically this whole, this little girl she's little she's 22 she her mom just died like two years prior she's in this house in the country by herself I'm freaking myself out here so if I'm looking around if you're watching on YouTube that's what I'm looking at oh my gosh I keep looking in the background to see if there's stuff going by but I think I'm safe maybe I Oh, hopefully I didn't speak too soon. Okay, so this girl, she's 22. She's Her mom just died. No one in the town likes her. Like, they're, she goes into town once and, like, she gets spit in her face. Like, she has to wear, like, sunglasses. Like, nobody likes her. So she's kind of out in the country and she's living by herself, just kind of, like, enjoying her life as much as she can in this house, grieving her mom and... um that's that's all I can say about that part. But anyway, aliens come. And she is like this badass girl. Like she's this little tiny beautiful little girl. She wears dresses and nightgowns and like she's just cute. And she ends up like fighting all of these aliens. And that's all I can say without spoiling it. But here's the thing. There is no talking in the entire movie other than one line about three quarters of the way through. And I didn't notice until my husband said something. He was off to the side working on his computer, so he wasn't watching the screen. And he's like, yeah, there's no talking. And I was like, what? Like, I didn't even notice. There's a little bit of reading. Um, It's like she's, like, writing letters. But this girl, like, the whole movie is just her and then, like, her killing these aliens. But her facial expressions are so good and the music and the CGI. Like, I didn't even notice that nobody was saying anything. It was so good. So if you like aliens, if you like badass chicks just, like, killing and, like, being badass, it's so good. It's a little scary, but it's so good. So, so good. You definitely have to listen or um, make sure you have the volume on, though, because a lot of the talking or, like, you know, portraying emotions and, like, telling you what's going on is in the music. And you have to pay attention and actually watch it because of the facial expressions. Like, she says so much with her facial expressions. It's amazing. I've been really listening to a lot of alien podcasts and um, ghost podcasts specifically. I think I talked about this in the first episode, Two Girls, One Ghost. I've been really enjoying, like, binging their stuff and they just released an episode about the boo hag which is like a this muscle this like skinless hag that like I'm not going to talk too much about it cuz I'm going to freak myself out but she like skill, steals 
steals people's skin and wears it. So she could be like roaming among us, just like looking for breath to steal. (laughs) This is a spooky podcast and I don't care because it is fall. Okay. It is officially spooky season. It is Monday, September 25th when I am filming this. It is officially fall. Get out of here if you don't like fall. If you are not into the spooky stuff, just get out of here. Just get out of here. Um, but no, for real, I'm kind of spooking myself out um, because I'm here alone. I'm here alone. And I don't want to say that out loud because I don't want any spirits in here to hear me say that. But I have my dog in here and she's not barking. How freaky would that be if she just started barking right now? Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I was going to keep talking, but I don't really want to because I'm going to freak myself out. So, if you have any spooky book, like now I'm hearing things in my headphones because it's like, okay, I'm thinking too hard. I got to get out of here. If you have any spooky book recommendations, leave them in the comments below or find me on Instagram. Again, my personal Instagram, like where I just post whatever I want, is at on Instagram. I said that already. Only dot if dot we dot vibe. So only if we vibe. Um, find me on there, request me. I'll allow you to follow me, I guess. But I fo- I post like random shit, like spooky stuff uh not like you're not gonna learn anything from following me there but send me some spooky book recommendations any spooky movie recommendations I know there's like a lot of spooky movies out right now like The Nun The Exorcist The Haunting of someplace I don't know but I really need to turn this off because something anyway okay thank you for listening I didn't make it to 45 minutes again because I'm spooking myself. So make sure to like, comment, review, subscribe, do all the things because it really supports me. Even if you think it doesn't or you think that it won't matter, it does. It matters a heck of a lot. So do it, please. And I will see you at the next episode. Goodbye. Wish me luck. There's no ghost in here. Okay, bye.